Hey, Disney friends, welcome back. Great to be spending some more time with you guys uh, talking Disney here on Tink's Magical Vacations. Um, You know, I always like to kick it off by uh, giving a shout out to our consistent listeners. Thank you so much uh, for choosing to spend some more time with us. Um, I am going to ask this time, actually, if you're okay with it and don't mind, uh, please feel free to go ahead and uh, slap us five stars. Uh, give us a little bit of a rating. Give us some some feedback. Uh, if you would all appreciate um, the content that you're that we're providing to you and the information we're, we're providing, um, please, yeah, definitely give us some feedback. Uh, we, we'd really appreciate it. Mean the world. Uh, we definitely want to be able to share um, share this episode, share this podcast, and make sure people realize you know just how valuable the information is. So uh, that would mean the world. Um, and for any of you new le- new listeners checking us out for the first time, uh, welcome. We hope you take some valuable information away from this as well. Um, you as well. Um, you guys as well. Feel free to leave us some feedback. Uh, it definitely does go a long way. Um, to start off, uh, introducing myself again, my name is Nick. I am the podcast host. Um, we've got a great episode in store. We are actually bringing on a fantastic guest. This one is a returning guest, actually. Um, her name is Linda. She, you, you guys probably know her best by her social media handle, uh, which is Southern Disney Bell. Um, you can find her on TikTok. You can find her on Instagram. I even think she's on YouTube as well. Um, we'll confirm that with her when she comes on. But uh, yeah, she's all over the place and she is making fantastic content, um, cosplay, all that stuff. She's fantastic. You don't want to miss it. Um, so definitely check her out. Um, but yeah, she's going to come on and we've, we've got a nice agenda in store. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. Uh, we're going to start it off by uh, getting her take on the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, which we just around the corner. You know, we're all very excited about that. Um, and if I remember correctly, I think she, man, she went to maybe 10, 12 Halloween parties last year. Um, so nobody knows more about that Halloween party than Linda does. So um, I'm really excited to get her take on, um, you know, what it was, uh, what it was like last year uh, and what her expectations are for this year. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about an event that she went to over in Disneyland. She did a um, Star Wars late night event at Disneyland. Um, and I would love to get her feedback on that and uh, what that experience was like. So we're going to talk more about that. Um, she's going to tell us how basically things are going at the parks right now. Uh, you know, it's hot down there. So she's going to give us a little bit about um, the crowds, tell us a little bit about that. Um, and then uh, I'm going to ask her for her take on the Star Cruiser um, and that whole situation, what she thinks about that. So we've got a lot of different topics uh, we're going to be discussing. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm going to connect with her in a second. Uh, I also want to point out she is at the parks, I want to say maybe five, six times out of the week. Yeah, something like that. I mean, we'll ask her when she joins us, but um, she's my go to. When it comes to needing information and trying to get an idea as to what it's like down there in the parks and what's happening down there, she is my go-to. She is there more than anyone else I know. Um, so her credibility is there uh, without question. She, she knows what's happening. 
Um, so I'm going to bring her on, get connected, hang with me. I will be right back. Hey, Linda, it's great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for joining us again. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great the first time you came on. Um, the episode you did with us, you know, our listeners loved it, got a lot of attention. And I said, what did I tell you last time? I said, we're going to bring you back. So thanks for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, wanted to start off, though, with talking a little bit about uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh, sure. I know that's, that's your thing. The last time we talked about it, I think you mentioned you had... How many times did you go? Remind- close to 13. I bought 13 tickets, but I ended up giving a few away so I can go to the competitors' horror <laughs> nights. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. So you've been there a dozen times last year, you know, give or, yeah. take, give or take. It was around a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to chat about the party. I, I'm noticing, as I'm sure you are, that there are still some uh, parties available, right? I mean, given this time, I think almost all of them, um, right? Tell me what you're seeing when you see availability. Yes. Well, they went on sale six weeks earlier this year than last year. And last year, I was fighting like heck in the morning to get all the tickets that I wanted, you know, and it's really hard, as you know, to get like Halloween and stuff like that. Um, of course. This year, only as of about a week and a half ago, maybe, Halloween is sold out, and that's it. Even the yeah. first day, the media day, is still wide open. I noticed it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I noticed it, too. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, last year, <laughs> the crowds for the parade times and other times were impenetrable. You could not move through Frontierland, yeah. Liberty Square, none of that. Um, this year, I kind of like the attendance in the parks i think it's going to be a lot less and more enjoyable i agree i agree Mm -hmm. and that's what i've been telling some of our guests that are coming down to visit too i'm saying listen i think it's exactly what you just said i'm I'm thinking the crowds are going to be a little bit less and it's going to be a better time so you don't have to worry too much and that could be it too maybe the people that went last year that kind of went through that experience of it being a little bit just too hectic uh, maybe they didn't want to buy again maybe they were like that was Exactly what happened with me. I bought half of what I bought yeah. last year because I'd rather go to the other park. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, the truth is what the truth is, right? And the, and the, the numbers don't lie. We see they're still available. So um, they're not selling out. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to give it a try, though, especially for some. I mean, what are your thoughts if you haven't done it yet, though? I mean, if you haven't been there at all, is, oh, it, is, it, is it, you know what go. I mean? Like you've never, right? Still go, still go. Absolutely right. still go. Only because you get to see like the Sanderson sisters stage show, which I absolutely love. You get to see so many characters yeah. like in the parades uh, that you don't get to see during the day. It's just, it's a great experience. And if your prerogative is rides, you can get on the rides pretty easily. There's not Agreed. a lot of weight. You don't have to buy like a genie or like a lightning lane thing. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely go. And you can wear a costume. It's fantastic. I mean, that's, we've been telling a lot of people that we've been sending to, that's, I mean, their kids are super excited about that. Bring, you know, being able to wear a costume and kind of go along with the flow of the actual Halloween, Halloween event. That's yeah. big for them. So I agree. If you haven't done it, do it. I mean, I wouldn't worry about what the crowds could potentially be. Maybe they're high, maybe they're low. Just experience it. Even um, with the high crowds, I will say all of the trick-or-treat lines, like, they were long, but they go by so quickly. And by quickly, I mean, like, five minutes. Like, a line that would typically look like 15 or 20, you're in and out of there. It's fast. Good point. 
good one. Yeah. So don't get mm-hmm. discouraged type of thing. Yeah. Like the character wait times, maybe that I would be cautious about. But yeah, the trick or treat lines are not an issue at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to see if um, what could happen to you is maybe because I know, like you pointed out, a lot of the people that especially live in the area go more than once. And I'm wondering if once they go in August a couple times, if maybe they're like, you know what, this is better than I thought. If they buy more tickets, go back again type of thing. And then that starts to um, sell them out quicker. That's what happened with After Hours. So I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. They were all wide open. And then I kind of started, hey, check out what's going on over here. Right. And um, I went to go buy like my last few because I was just buying out like the month. And then like I would go like the next month and buy that month out. And um, all of, uh, yeah, the following month was just gone, sold out. I was like, what in the heck? So, yeah, it, it caught on fire. That like, I, rem- no I remember, I think I might have been Instagram. For, actually, let me start. Let me point out your handle. If you want to catch uh, Linda on Instagram, Southern Disney Bell. Okay. If you have not checked her out, she's got fantastic content. That's real finder. Um, TikTok as well, correct? And YouTube, same thing. And, yep. and YouTube, all the same. Southern Disney Bell, check her out. Um, but I remember you posting something on there about, you know, like this was something worth checking out. And then that's exactly what you're talking about. It started to pick up. Um, actually, let's switch gears for a second to After Hours. What is your take? Give us a little bit of a rundown from when you first tried it out to where you are now and um, explain why you think it's worth it. Oh my gosh. It's the best (laughs) thing ever. You can get into, so if you don't have an annual pass and you're just coming down, you can get into the park at 7 PM. So you can still, if there's a restaurant you wanted to eat at, or if you wanted to see Fantasmic, or if there's like something you wanted to do during the day, like meet like a character, you could still do that in like the two hour time frame, like while the park was still open. But at 9 PM, you could still, you could start getting on the rides and it was open until one at Hollywood studios. And I'm telling you, you can walk on to Rise of the Resistance. And not one of the times we were there did it go down. It was always up. So it's weird how that one worked wow. out. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's really hot down here right now. It's getting up to like 106 with the heat index during the day. It is People are leaving and going back to the resorts. It's just too hot to be outside. So you get to be in the parks at night when it's cooler. You also get free Mickey bars, ice cream bars, popsicles, sodas, water. Like, it's all included with the price of the ticket. So I just don't see, like, why. Because um, you wouldn't do that one rather than the price of a day ticket because it's exactly the same. Yeah. So unless you've got, like, a nine-year-old who's got to go to sleep or a two-year-old who's got to go to sleep. um, For sure. Yeah, it makes makes perfect sense. Well, you say that, but I saw plenty of kids there, and I had parents come up to me saying, thank you for promoting this. We wouldn't have known about it, and, like, my kids Uh love you. And, no, they they were having a great time. So there were children there. They absolutely loved it. Awesome. So that's a good point. So maybe even, like, think about it. You're saying they're they're open past midnight and it gives you, but I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you could do a seven to 11 and still get a lot done. Oh, absolutely. We left at 12 um, on Wednesday. We didn't stay the entire time. Exactly. We're exhausted. Yeah. And if you're driving in, parking's better and everything? Um, That is the one thing I will heavily complain about. So... (laughs) <laughs> We're on to Epcot after hours now, right? Studios is already done for. Um, they're moving into the Jollywood nights, yep. which is a whole separate thing. But um, it's the same for Epcot and um, studios. Price for the tickets for these are $99 to $159, depending on your AP status or lack thereof. And so if you're already giving them 
about $160, you would think you'd be able to park at the front because no one else is coming into the park, right? And this is a very limited event. So they are having people at the parking plaza that normally leave three hours before the park closes. They're staying there to sell you preferred. So on top of the ticket price, you're giving them another $20 to park at the front unless you want to park all the way at the back of the lot because, you know, the lots fill up towards the end of the day at the parks and there's no trams running at Epcot and there are no trams running at Hollywood Studios. So... Yeah, that's the one thing that really kind of annoyed me. So I'm still giving them money on top of paying for an extra ticket. Yeah. Each week. Right. Yeah. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. The parking <laughs> situation is still what the parking situation is, but the rest of it is absolutely worth it. All right. All right. Well, no, not everything is perfect. You, you've no, identif- no. you've identified the flaw. All right. Under- <laughs> un- understood. Uh, Got it. Okay, so let me ask you this now. This is switching gears a little bit. Um, you had the privilege to head out over to Disneyland, and you experienced the Star Wars night. Yes, that they thank had you for on. the <laughs> ticket from your agency very much. Uh, oh, cool. absolutely. No, listen, I, I can't thank you enough for the just willing to, willingness to do it, first of all. And, uh, you know, head on over there. This was not easy. Just reminding everybody you live in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this was not like, you know, a 20 minute drive. You know, you, you went across the country. So yeah. thank you so much for your willingness to no do that. Um, and then the content that you put together was phenomenal. Uh, fantastic job on that. Thank so, you. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the event, though. What, what was your take? What was your feedback? How did they do over there on, at Disneyland? It was so well organized. It was great. Um, I got to see characters that I have never seen over at uh, Walt Disney World. Um, So I started the night with the lightsaber meetup. And they have a lightsaber meetup. I think it's every hour in um, Smuggler's Run area by the Falcon. And there are just hundreds of people with sabers. And they're taking all the photos. Like they do like a cute skit with uh, stormtroopers. Like well, first order troopers, sorry, come in and like they take Ray hostage and Chewie's trying to save her. You know, it's about five minutes long. And then everyone moves on. They have uh, Captain Phasma with the order doing the march up uh, around Tomorrowland. Uh, you can meet Darth Maul, Darth Vader. You could sit on Palpatine's throne. The Cantina Band is out. Wow. Um, C-3PO was the coolest thing that I saw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> imagine like we were all sitting around because it was his last set of the night and they didn't know like, if, he was, if he was gonna come out or not and uh it was me and like 15 or 20 other women were like sitting around at the end of the night and c-3po comes out and we all just lost it like it looks so realistic i'm watching it like on my highlight reel now oh, it's absolutely it. wild yeah so you know and that's one we i mean i've never seen that would be so cool I'm just thinking to myself right now. That would be so It cool. was like <laughs> the movie had come to life. It was just so realistic. I'm just like, what in the heck? It was wild. They had great fireworks. They had great projections on um, It's a Small World. They went through all the history of Star Wars, basically. Oh, Chewie cool. was free roaming. Mando was out. Um, yeah, all the rides like were open, and there was no wait times. I did ride Pirates, but... That was it. <laughs> um, so, so this one, it sounds like you're promoting it without question, positive review. Yeah, sadly, we used to have them over at Disney, and I, they don't do that anymore at Disney World. Um, 
but yeah, this is event an event that's absolutely worth checking out. It's yeah, unmatched okay. anything I've ever been to. Oh yeah, I, I, you know, and it's interesting because when I'm looking through what they're going to offer, like when you're reading about the ticket and you're reading about the event, it sounds like the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm wondering, is it are they is it going to be delivered? You know, exactly, you know, to my expectation. And it's yeah, it's so great to hear you say this. Um, there were, were so many photo ops. There, you couldn't possibly do everything, but if you had like a favorite era of Star Wars, there was something for you. It's not like when you go to Galaxy's Edge and there's only the sequels era, right? Right, right. They had stuff for prequels. They had OG. They had, it was just like, yeah, it was all inclusive. It was just really nice to see Disney embrace a part of Star Wars that just, they kind of, I don't know. I feel like it just doesn't get noticed a lot anymore. Unless like you're over in Launch Bay. That's very yeah. cool. That's mm-hmm. very cool. All right, so I'm yeah. hoping they continue to do that, and it's something I can eventually check out. Yeah, That's... they did it the year before in Disneyland yeah. too, I believe. So they should keep doing that one. Good, 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 good. Well, I want to I want to bring up something else. Um, switching gears back over mm-hmm. to the Disney World Star Wars mm-hmm. related. Um, you know, it was big news when they closed the Star Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> It was big news <laughs> when that happened. It was on it was on national TV and all the news stations. Uh, um, it was a big deal. So I, I wanted to talk. I mean, listen, a big part of our podcast here is obviously, you know, we love Disney. We do. We, we absolutely. absolutely love Disney. Yeah. Um, but we want to be true to the news and we want to be able to have a conversation about what's really taking place. Definitely. Um, you know what I mean? So, so we're delivering, you know, accurate, you know, information and give me your take. I mean, you're, you're there all the time. You, you <sighs> did this event. Talk to me about what you think happened and where they're, where they are with that. So I went on the third launch voyage was the first one that I went on. And the second one I went on was this past December. Okay. And I just want to start this off by saying the cast and crew are unbelievable they're phenomenal they're amazing people and they do everything in their power to accommodate you right That's awesome. and i have <laughs> heard they've got professional actors on there too is that correct like these um these, i know, know that they pulled them from all areas of the park i don't okay. know about any professional actors um okay. wasn't sure if that was accurate or not but okay continue um so <laughs> I think the problem lies within it's none of this stuff is real within the Star Wars universe. It's a bunch of made up blue people and performers and captains. And it doesn't really have much to do with the storyline of Star Wars. Everyone, including myself, not everyone. So most people like we're saying they should have brought like a Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Darth Vader, Darth Maul, just like actual characters on. Rather than having you see Ray for five minutes in a hallway or Chewie every now and then, like, and just for sort of troopers, there was really not much in there. And it's, it's so claustrophobic. Like I said, there's no windows, there's no gym, there's no pool and the patio closes when it rains. Right. Okay. So, (sighs) so I get the, so you didn't love it. (laughs) I'm surprised it's, stayed open as long as it did i gave it a year okay you know yeah 
So, so with it, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, and it seems like they've gotten to the point now where they recognized uh, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to get a solid return from this. But they were told by so many people how to fix it. They were even paying people for surveys, like in Disney bucks, mind you, but still it was like a hundred and something dollars. Uh, they were offering people for surveys to sit in for like 90 minutes and they were told what people wanted and they still didn't make the changes. And so that's the part that I really don't understand. Okay. And that's a fair point. Yeah. And I didn't, I honestly didn't know they were, I mean, just knowing that they were looking for a solution is the first. Yeah. I received one of the emails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thing I like to hear why they couldn't address it. I mean, that could be beyond us. Maybe they were trying to, and didn't realize they just didn't have the funds or whatever it could be to make it go right. I don't know. I'm, I'm making up reasoning for them. So, I mean, when you think Star Wars, you think it's such a drive, right? It's such a driver for people. It to... had the potential to make so much money, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. You could have yeah. had people coming from all over the world to experience like a real Star Wars experience like, with the real characters. Yeah. So what's interesting is you gave feedback from somebody that was able to experience it multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, and you said what you thought, you know, could have been done better and could have been done different that might have mm -hmm. put them in a better state. Um, yeah. What I think is interesting is we had a lot of people, and this is just my perspective as a travel advisor, right? Travel mm -hmm. planner was we had a lot of people that had interest in giving this thing a shot, um, mm -hmm. but did not like the, the cost. They did not think it was worth yeah. two nights. Uh, for just two nights. So it's not they... even like full 48 hours because you don't get to check into like two and then you have to check out by like, I think 10. I've never stayed that late, but yeah. It, it, so they were saying it was like, you know, for me to go with two people, it was going to run up, I don't know, five grand or whatever the cost wound up being. I don't remember exactly the number. It was 5,800 each time I did it. I okay. did not, I want to put that on record as I did not take any trips from Disney. Nothing was comped for me. I almost um, wish as it was headed in the wrong direction or as they saw it was just not driving the return they were hoping for, they almost would have said, you know what, let's cut the price in half and see what happens and just see if we were off on what we were charging. Well, and you have to wonder what it costs to run that thing. Yeah, that's well, that's the only thing that would make sense is that they said, well, if we do that, we will make not a cent and we will have. Right, be... because I don't know what they have to pay, like the cast for each one, like the chefs. Oh, my gosh, the chefs were amazing. Chef David is incredible. Like, if you don't like the food on board, they'll make you like whatever you want. It's fantastic. So the food was good. <laughs> um, The second time around. Yes. Okay. Okay. The food the first time around was, they didn't, I think that they were still trying to like kind of scrambling the first time. And I did the captain's table and the regular one both times. And both times it was, it was food. <laughs> you know? And were, what room were you in to, just to make sure, or did you use just a regular, the basic yeah, um, just like whatever basic, the room is. The, whatever the get... basic room, right? Because I, yeah. I know you, just right? the so standard you, you were getting room. the same standard experience that everybody mm -hmm. else was. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I didn't do a suite. I mean, I'm one person. So I, I went by myself the first time and just met up with friends there. Yeah. And uh, the second time I took someone with me and she absolutely loves it. It's one of those if you just love to like go and role play and like hang out with people that, you know. Right. It's well, fine, we have but... people from the agency that liked it, and they they were able to experience it. But I think you hit it on the money. It's really is it right for you, mm -hmm. um, and what you're looking for um, mm -hmm. to get out of it. And then the question rolls around: Well, is it worth the money? Two different things. Well, do you um, want to run around tapping your magic band everywhere and being? Here's the other thing: you have to be on your phone 
24-7 because all the messages come in from the data pad, as they call it, right? On the, what is it called? Like the Disney Play app? It's just a lot of, uh, yeah. It's like Disney Quest style, but not as well executed. Got it. Sorry. Uh, with with that, uh, I appreciate you for absolutely giving us the feedback on that one. That was one I wasn't sure how you know whether or not you'd love talking about it or not. I know you didn't have the greatest experience, so but I mm-hmm. always appreciate your willingness to just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So one other thing I want to talk about though is you mentioned uh, the heat that's going on right now in mm-hmm. Florida. What are the crowds looking like? I mean, from July to where we are now. Like when I mean July, I mean like the fourth um and that holiday well do you want to talk about june absolutely (laughs) thank you for throwing that on the table let's talk about summer yeah because this was just a massive shock right the start of summer it was like pandemic times it was dead like rise was at like five minutes i think i had a screenshot from um you just walk in the parks and there's so much room for activities right just walking around hanging out doing like whatever you wanted and then uh yeah so July 4th hit, and that was super, super busy. Still a good time, though. Um, and it went back to kind of normal, normal being just, like, average crowds. And right now, what's going on is it is South America's winter break. So they're all up here right now from, uh, yeah, from there. And I'm seeing just, like, it's, it's tour group season is okay. what they call it. So there's a lot of the tour groups and the chanting going on in the parks. and <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but that's supposed to be just, like, for another, like, two weeks, and then that's done as well. Lynn, but, let me ask you a question. Can you mm-hmm. remind the listeners how often you go to the parks just so that they can Oof, like, understand. five or six days a week. Okay. So I see everything. <laughs> right. I just want to establish your credibility again, that uh, you're not somebody that pops in every 10 days. You are there. So all the time. what I've done, right. So I was at Magic Kingdom two nights ago and it was just wall to wall, just hammered with these tour groups, right? No problem. Like I love it. Everyone's having like great time, but it was hard to navigate. Like, we went to all the Epcot resorts yesterday. We went to Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin. We went to Yacht and Beach Club. And we did that for a few hours. And previous weekend, we did the monorail resorts. And it was the same. It was empty. It was just so nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And do you do you tend to see as August comes around in your experience in history, I mean, do things continue to get busier until school nope. goes back? Or do they start to slow down? It starts to slow down. So I remember we used to go in September pretty often. And that was really like one of the best months for us. Before I lived here, that was my go-to month as well. So you and I had the same idea. Yeah. All the kids were about to rush back to school. And I'm like, all right, perfect. We're going. Yeah. It wasn't Mm -hmm. burning hot. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. It's so hot right now. It's where you cannot be outside during the day. Like at the height of the day is so bad. The other thing that like what the heat brings is the sideways rain. So you'll mm -hmm. have like torrential downpours once a day you just don't know like when it's coming it's so bad (laughs) so let me ask you this this could be some good advice for anybody that is traveling this month next month with that's going to experience the heat in the sideways rain uh that you're referring to anything they should pack or bring with them to the parks umbrellas 100 percent. they have like small ones on amazon for like ten dollars that reflect the uh sun and they're Perfect. great for rain, obviously. Um, cooling towels, neck fans, and make sure you are drinking lots of water because, oh my gosh, it sneaks up on you so quickly. I've almost fainted a few times this year. 
like within like the past two months. I'm not joking. So you're talking like you will, the heat will just take you out. Mm -hmm. What type of of symptoms will you experience if you're in the park and that's going to about to happen? Will you get dizzy? Oh, I start getting super dizzy. Yeah. Super dizzy. And like, I just feel like I can't move. Like, it's just like, okay, I have to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. Find some AC. Mm Mm-hmm. Any particular, I was going to say, you hit it on the money. So it's probably go inside, get the AC. Yeah, even if it's just a gift shop, like I will go and just peruse the gift shops for a little while. Just because you know how Disney has it set up to where like the Emporium, you can go down the entire block in the shops. Take stuff like that on Hollywood Boulevard, same thing, like in Hollywood Studios. Yes, absolutely that and that's a key we, we tell everybody that that you really want to capitalize on that or even like you said just even if you've got to go in and sit down at a quick service place right um, or just, think about this too they have the frozen sing-along in um hollywood studios my favorite they have the philhar magic in yes. magic kingdom which is never a wait and it is a phenomenal show um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that's your so favorite because it's actually one of mine too, and that's <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, that's such an unpopular opinion, but I it's know. probably my favorite attraction in Magic Kingdom. You can't go in there and not sing along; it's not I possible. Know. Well, and they worry. I always worry that, like, when I'm going to come back, they're going to make some announcement that they're closing it or something. Oh gonna... gosh, I hope not. I, I, I mean, listen, I have no. That's not going to happen. It better not happen. But yeah. I always worry. Like, I turn around the block and I'm like, please tell me this baby is still up and running. And yeah. that that's like, yeah, it's got a little piece in my heart, too. It's absolutely a place to relax. And I absolutely love the show. Yeah. The uh, thing we did the other day in Epcot was we did the Canada Circle Vision thing for the first time. That yes. was pretty that was it's nicely done. You know, So I haven't done that. That's something I've never done yet. I know what it's you're like talking. it moves you like with the screen. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, and they also obviously have the land pavilion. You can go sit in like when you first like enter Epcot. Um and if you're DVC, they have the DVC lounge. Yes. Which now, is let me really ask nice. You, in regards to your in regards to your six almost six days a week at the parks, do mm-hmm. you have a schedule of any kind or are you kind of just always freelance in it? I'm gonna No, I always go wherever I feel like going that day. And I don't announce it because of obvious reasons. <laughs> yes, yes. We don't want to yeah. be chasing you down. So it's basically you kind of wake up and, and it just hits you or do you pre-plan the night before, day before or? um, If I'm hanging out with certain friends, they will have like a schedule and like I'll just do like whatever they're doing. But Got like it. the Magic Kingdom thing that I went and did like two nights ago, I just felt like going to see Happily Ever After. So I didn't look at any of the wait times. I didn't look at anything. I just went in blindly at seven o'clock and that was like, oh my gosh, it's it's bad. Like, but to be fair, Disney has been inflating wait times anywhere from 20 to 50%. So I don't always, oh yeah, I don't always trust that. I've had people tell me that, um, they said rock and roller coaster was a two hour wait and they said they got through in 30 minutes. So it's like, how in the heck, like what are they doing? It's wild. Yeah. That's interesting. And you know what? They are able to find out almost to the, that's, I'm, I'm interested in that because they can get much more precise numbers than that. There's been times when I've calculated it myself and it was spot on. So I'm like, uh-huh. all right, they know how to get the number. Why are we 20 minutes off now? What well, happened? it's not, it's been 30 and 40 and yeah. 50 and an hour off, right? Because that's interesting. Well, you know why they need to sell lightning. <laughs> so yeah, my point is I don't trust the app to tell me how busy the park is right now at all. So like, I don't believe until like I actually go in there. Um, but yeah, we had plans that day to go to like Universal and like my whole group got messed up. And so I was just like, mm, I'm just going to go pop in Magic Kingdom. And that's what I did. So awesome. yeah. Awesome.
Um, anything else fresh on your mind that you want to talk about? Mm, just be weary of construction. Just ask your resorts if they're under construction when you're booking. I like that. That's a great one. Yeah, because you don't want to pay $1,000 a night for a place where there's going to be hammering, lots of scaffolding, and things right. closed off. That's that's a pain. I was going to say, especially it does seem like there's more construction at some of the more expensive resorts. Uh, so, yes, there is. Yeah, the Poly and the Grand right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not happening at the All-Stars. You know, this is... No. Uh, Wilderness yeah. is fine. Contemporary is fine. Got it. Know. Yeah. That's good to know. That's actually a great way to finish this off, then. I appreciate sure. all of your advice, always, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, your feedback is just so, so much appreciated. So thank you for that. Um, and that be that. So (laughs) this was great. Hopefully I'll be able to get you back on again down the road. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's try and see if maybe after, after Halloween's over, let's see how it was, you know, let's see how it compared to last year. Maybe you can come back on and tell us about it. That sound good. Yeah. I'll tell you after the first one. I'll let you know. (laughs) Fair, fair enough. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for coming on, Linda. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Great. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, folks, I want to start off by saying it is always a privilege to uh, to talk to Linda. She is absolutely so much fun. Um, and, you know, the one of her best characteristics, if you haven't picked up on it, is she tells it to you as it is, uh, without hesitation. Uh, she always gives you an honest opinion. Um, and I think that's a great quality. So I, I am so thankful, Linda. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, volunteering your time. Um, hopefully we will have the privilege uh, to have you join us again in the future. Um, but I thought this was a great episode. And I thought the information you were able to help provide was great for all of the listeners. I know I took something away from it. Um, Hopefully they did as well. Uh, But with that being said, uh, folks, that that does wrap this week's uh, episode up. Hopefully you will be available to join us again next week. As you know it, we will be talking uh, more Disney. Um, If you have a specific topic you want us to cover, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Just let us know. Uh, We will make it happen. All right. I will get the right person, the right guest speaker on here, and we will get your questions or your topics discussed and answered. So um, please do not hesitate to reach reach out to us and let us know what you want us to discuss. All right. We are here to make sure we are providing you with the most accurate information and as we all know disney's constantly changing so um you know no topic is a stupid one i can tell you that right now so uh please feel free to contact us if you'd like us to talk something specific uh, with that it was a pleasure talking disney with you um and hopefully you'll join us again next week as we talk more disney thanks so much i'll see you next time